Chuluga, Love is Just a Dream, beautiful song, 40 minutes after 10. And uh, let me remind you, A-Team is at 11. Uh, the A-Team newsreader, Zolega, is going to come in with the final news bulletin. Um, it's not Zolega. Who is it then, team? Oh, hi, boy, guys. What's happening with my mind? Today's a public holiday. <laughs> There's no news. At 11, <laughs> what's happening with my mind? Honestly, okay, uh, let me get a grip on it. I'm thinking today is an ordinary Monday, but no, uh, it is a public holiday. So uh, our dear beloved uh, Zolega will be joining us hopefully tomorrow. Okay, so we are together. After 11, we'll uh, give you the um, Clairvoyant Media Mondays, and I'm sure you are looking forward to that. Right now, let's have a conversation, still looking uh, around um, the legal issues, and we want to know what are the ramifications of paying an admission of guilt fine call in on 0117142006 or whatsapp 0614104107 Jerome Levitz is a director at Fluxman's law firm and he's joining us this evening good evening Jerome evening Patricia and evening to all your listeners I hope you had a fantastic Easter weekend I did thank you very much how was yours yeah, very good indeed. Thank you. Excellent. I'm glad that um, we were safe most of the time, and it seems in general South Africans complied with all the regulations that we were given, and that that gives great comfort. Uh, but let's talk about this issue of admission of guilt fines. What are the ramifications around this paying of these admission of guilt fines? Okay. The listeners should be aware that there are serious consequences for paying an admission of guilt fine under certain circumstances. I'm not talking about fines uh, with regard to minor traffic offences, such as uh, your standard speeding fine on lawful parking. I'm talking about admission of guilt fines, which um, manifests itself after listeners receive either... Um, a summons issued in terms of Section 54 of the Criminal Procedures Act or a notice in terms of Section 56 of the Criminal Procedures Act. If I can just explain the two uh, separate sections. Please do. Okay. Section 54 deals with a summons. That's where a prosecutor intends to prosecute an accused and in order to secure that accused's attendance at court, the prosecutor requests the clerk of the court to issue a summons, which is then issued and served by way of a police officer. A notice, however, uh, is issued by a police officer. If that police officer has reasonable grounds to believe that on conviction, the accused um, on sentence, or the magistrate on sentence will not impose a fine exceeding an amount determined by the minister from time to time. But what happens is both the summons and the written notice will contain a provision which is an admission of guilt. That is dealt with in terms of Section 57 of the Criminal Procedures Act. And basically, the idea behind the admission of guilt is to avoid the unnecessary court appearance on a trivial charge. So if an accused is prepared to plead guilty, doesn't have the time 
um, or doesn't want to appear in court on what they regard as trivial, they can pay a fine. The minute they do so, however, the ramifications are severe, and I'm not sure that the listeners are aware of the ramifications. And those ramifications are that that person is deemed to be convicted and sentenced, and a criminal conviction is recorded against that person's name. In other words, by paying these types of admission of guilt, fine, they get a criminal record. And that has an everlasting effect on them. Um, Sure. So you can get a criminal record by paying these fines. So if you're faced with such a fine, what is it that you are supposed to do to avoid uh, getting a criminal record? Okay. So firstly, you need to get legal advice. The second thing is um, you don't just pay because it's convenient and it's easy and you think that you're off the hook. You know, sometimes you are in jail and... uh, it's offered to you and it's sort of a get-out-of-jail-free card. Well, you believe or you perceive that it is a get-out-of-jail-free card. And it's, it may get you out of jail initially, but like I say, the consequences are you will have a criminal record. So what generally you would do is go and see an attorney. The attorney will assess the matter and then you would appear in court as in a normal criminal matter. You'll be charged. Uh, you'll be released on bail or whatever the bail is, if it's police bail or a warning. It's generally for minor crimes, this kind of uh, sanction. And um, you will then plead not guilty and uh, the state will have to prove um, the case against you beyond reasonable doubt. Now, you know, most people have the perception that, uh, you know, if you don't pay the admission of guilt fine, that's when you will get a criminal record. That's when you'll get into trouble. Why is it that we are not aware of these uh, legal regulations uh, around this particular um, paying of admission of guilt? Unfortunately, as you say, most people are unaware of it. And it's uh, through uh, education that people should hopefully become aware of this. So let's continue making sure that we are educated. A-teamers, we're speaking to Jerome Levitz, who's the director at Fluxman's Law Firm. I'd love to hear from you if you've ever had such a scenario where you had to, um, or you were coerced, or you were advised illy that if you pay the admission of guilt fine, then you'll be able to get out of jail, um, and then you find yourself with a criminal record. Please call in on 011-714-2006 or send an SMS to 41391. Now, uh, Jerome, what is what, what is our responsibility as motorists? Because we also don't want to find ourselves in a place where we are then... Uh, arrested and now it seems like we are arguing with police officers we don't want to make things worse for ourselves in circumstances like that as a general rule of thumb it's never a good idea to argue with police officers um they in in that particular moment in time hold all the cards so you you've got to be respectful and you are entitled to get hold of a legal representative and my advice is that you do so. Um, most of the police stations uh, have their 
so-called own attorneys on, on uh, standby. So you would speak to the police officer, and generally they uh, will give you the name or number of an attorney who is prepared to come out if you don't know your own attorney. You, of course, you can phone your own attorney. And um, I always like to joke that your criminal attorney's number should be on your speed dial. But... Um, you phone an attorney, and the attorney will come through to the police station and then interact on your behalf and act in your best interest. The problem is most people don't even know that they have the criminal conviction until they, at some stage, either apply for a job or apply for a firearm license or uh, a um, a visa to go overseas. And uh, then or police clearance, and suddenly, lo and behold, much to your surprise, you've got a criminal conviction. Yeah, um, you know, uh, there is a particular person who also only found out when they were going to renew their uh, firearm license that they've got a criminal record. And all the while, they were not aware of it. So I think it's it's something that we should be checking quite often, isn't it? You should be, um, and it's not a, a big process uh, to check these kind of things. Um, you make application, and I'm not exactly sure of uh, what is involved from the police's side, but uh, you fill in a form, you pay, I think, a certain amount, and they send you a police clearance. Yeah, South Africans, I think we should be doing this quite often to ensure that uh, we are on the right side of the law. What happens if you then find that you've got a criminal record? Can't remove it, even, you know, based on on what we are discussing today? Sure. Uh, Okay, so you're not left without remedies. If you have a record, and let's say um, you can apply after a 10-year period to expunge certain types of records, and this would certainly fall within that uh, area. So if you didn't know about it and it's close to 10 years or post 10 years, it's, again, a formal process. You fill out forms and you submit the forms and um, they expunge the record from your name. So it's, it's not the end of the world. If you do find out that you have a criminal conviction and you didn't know about it, and let's say it's not within the 10-year period, it's uh, quite soon after the event, then you can apply to court to set it aside. You do it on affidavit form, and like I say, it it would be advisable to have an attorney who will assist you in putting in what is required. It's not an easy process, but it is a doable process. And obviously with this process, you'd need some sort of um, lawyer to hold your hand through the process. I I can only imagine how uh, strenuous, tedious, and you know, this process should could be or should be uh, for those who need to go through it. Sure. sure. Let, let me go to KGM, who's on the line. Good evening, KGM. Good evening, uh, Patricia. Good evening to your guest and to my fellow listeners. Um, ho- hope we, we all have uh, had uh, a, a quiet Easter. I hope, I hope so. Um, Patricia, let me let me differ with with what you just said. It is not always. In fact, let me start by saying, 
it, it is not mandatory to always have a legal legal representation or a lawyer to represent you. Um, secondly, it's not always necessary to have a lawyer to represent you. I find that the the simulation of dependency on the so-called professionals robs us of the opportunity to have knowledge that we need to have at all times. Of course, there are cases or incidences or legal uh, prognosis where you need legal representation, uh, but it's not always. Now, to your guest, what is his advice to somebody who gets represented by a lawyer and later on the lawyer well lawyer tells you admit uh, to the to the guilt and admission of guilt is done paperwork is done you get a less uh, lesser sentence and later on you realize no man i was actually misled by my my own attorney or lawyer as it were um over and above the bar what what is the recourse in law? Is there any recourse in, in, in a case where you, you found out what I just explained? And maybe a parting shot. What What is your view in what I just said in terms of certain matters, particularly the one that you're talking about, certain matters not really needing a representation? And is there a law, including when you purchase uh, houses where you have notaries, for instance, where, where you purchase properties and so forth. Is there law that that forces citizens to be represented or to use the services of lawyers at all times? Patricia, thanks for taking my call. Thank you very much, KGM. And I'll hand it over to you, Jerome. Thanks, KGM. Um, you don't always require attorneys, but sometimes um, you do require them, especially if you don't know the consequence of what you're doing. If you believe that you are aware of what you are doing, then you know you can follow your own advice. But there's an old saying that an attorney who represents himself is a fool for a client. Secondly, if an attorney acts on instruction, so generally it is you ask for advice, the attorney can advise you on the courses of action that you need to follow, and then you will mandate the attorney to uh, follow a specific course of action. If the attorney forces you to do something that is contrary to your instruction and there's a consequence for that, then I believe those are grounds uh, to bring it to the High Court uh, on basis of review. Um, You can also refer the uh, attorney to its professional counsel. I trust that answers the question. With regard to property, uh, the sale of property has to be in writing, and it's a process that uh, involves registration in the deeds office. There are certain mandatory fees that have to be paid. So my recommendation is that, uh, unfortunately or fortunately, uh, you would benefit by using the services of a conveyancing attorney. So sometimes we do need that legal representatives, but it's not in all cases. But personally, I don't. I'm, I'm not a legal eagle.
So I wouldn't take the route of representing myself because I'd end up just, you know, feeling overwhelmed <laughs> with, with, with the environment, firstly. Uh, but uh, other people like KGM are probably well versed with certain issues and they could represent themselves. So, Jerome, as we close off, you know, what is it that South Africans should have a good understanding on um, in terms of paying an admission of guilt and its ramifications? So in conclusion, um, um, in a world where instant gratification is the norm, it's not always the most expedient. In other words, uh, just because it may be a quick and easy solution, it may not necessarily be that. So my advice is that if you are arrested, um, you need representation. You need somebody to come and assist you and to give you advice that will preclude you from doing something in the heat of the moment that uh, will um, give you gray hairs for a long time thereafter. So let us all be aware of our rights and our responsibilities. Thank you very much for joining us, Jerome. How do we get in touch with you? Um, You can phone me on 011. Three two eight one eight two zero, or my email address is j l e v i t z at fluxmans f l u x m a n s dot com. Excellent. Thank you so very much, uh, Jerome. It was a great pleasure, and I think I now know what to do. In fact, let me stay away from getting any fines. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Stay away from it. I've managed to do so so far. So let me continue on that note. Thank you, Jerome. Uh, great. Thank you. Hey, teamers, uh, it's uh, just two minutes uh, to 11, and we're going to be giving you some great music since we don't have news. But straight after that, we will make sure that you um, have the opportunity to speak to our Clairvoyant Medium on our Clairvoyant Medium Mondays, where you can get a reading from Ida. Ida is a paranormal and a parapsychologist uh, expert. She's going to be able to tell you what's happening happening in your life, what you need to look out for, all you need to do is dial in on 011-714-2006 and give her your name, surname and date of birth and an issue that has been eating up at you. The time is now to start dialing.